Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you all who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology. I have been so blessed and honored by your continual support. I wanted to make sure that you don't miss out on anything exciting that's happening over here. So make sure you sign up for my free newsletter at jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you create transformational changes in your mind. I'll also be interviewing psychologist and hypnotherapist, Dr. David James, who shares his incredible book, Discovering Your Magnificent Mind, Finding Freedom, Prosperity, and Healing. He gives you practical tools in this interview and in his book that will help you transform your life into what you've always wanted it to be. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. There once was a lonely bull who lived in a small enclosed field. The grass didn't grow well there, and the fence was run down and falling apart. Every day, the bull would look beyond the borders of his field and wish that he could be galloping around in the lush, green grass that grew on the other side of the fence. Then he would curse the fence that kept him in. He would remind himself that if the fence weren't there, he would be free to do whatever he wanted and to become the powerful bull he was meant to be. But what he didn't realize was that the fence wasn't the real problem. You see, the bull was large and muscular, but the fence was old and falling apart. He could have easily forced his way through a weak section and be released from his small, depressing life in a small, depressing field. But when he was a young calf, he wasn't very strong, and the fence was brand new. Many years earlier, he tested himself against the fence and was unsuccessful. Ever since that time, he thought to himself, if only the fence weren't there, life would be better. But if only he had tested his strength against the fence again, he would have been able to break through. But he never did. Unfortunately, that bull died a lonely death, never able to run free due to a limiting belief that he had held on from a young age. Transformational change. When we're children, we learn the difference between right and wrong, cause and effect, and natural consequences. But as we grow older, many times situations in our life happen where it feels as if we can never catch a break. In other words, things don't seem to be going right for us at all. Perhaps we compare ourselves to our peers who are doing things that we would love to do, but for whatever reason, we're not able to do it. Often we get stuck in certain patterns and sometimes even addictions. And in that, we feel as if there's no hope that nothing is ever going to change. But did you realize that your mind is so much more powerful than you know? My guest today, Dr. David James, is going to be talking about this specifically in his book, but I wanted to supplement his interview with his teaching as well. When I used to teach at university, I loved to share this story with my students because they could all relate with it. I say you're going on a blind date and you agree to meet at a restaurant. So you get ready, you are so excited, you're nervous, and you get to the restaurant and you wait and you wait and you wait and the person just doesn't show up. Of course, your initial reaction is going to be angry, upset, hurt, And then pretty soon you'll start to feel rejected. And then all of a sudden you start to experience these really negative emotions. And let's say the next day the person calls you and says, I am so sorry. I was in a car accident and I was in the emergency room last night. And of course, once you hear that information and all of a sudden those feelings that you experienced the night before are gone because it makes sense. Of course, this person wasn't going to stand you up. Unfortunately, they were in a car accident. So therefore, that's why they were not there. It's the same thing in life. Our perception about any situation will determine what we believe. What we believe to be true is going to be true in our life. If you've created the mindset that everything you do fails or you can never be successful or you'll never lose that weight or you'll never get a new job, then that is going to be true. 
There was a research study that was done with individuals who needed to have knee replacements. There were two groups. There was the people who actually were going to have the knee replacement. And then the other group was the individuals who actually did not have the surgery, but they were put under anesthesia and were given two small incisions on their knee and were told that they had it done. After the surgeries were completed and in the follow-ups, the individuals in both groups actually recovered the same way. The individuals who were told that they had the knee surgery as well, their knees actually started to heal. Their knees worked just as well as those who actually had the replacement. My point in saying all this is this, the mind is so much more powerful than you know. If it can manifest those types of physiological changes, why can it not change the belief system? Everything that we've done in life, it's wonderful information, but it's also a blessing and a burden. The blessing is it helps to encourage us that things are going to change, things are going to evolve. But if we've experienced so many negative situations, that burden is then everything is going to be the same way. I really want to encourage you today that whatever you believe about your life, about yourself, about your future, about your family, whatever it may be, that will come true if you continually believe it. The choice today is yours. What do you believe? Your belief system is a foundation for your success and for your future. Really analyze your belief system and change it. Transformation can happen today. Did you know I have a YouTube channel? That's actually how Lifeology started. I have well over 155 episodes that I've created specifically for you. I do know that many people struggle with listening to a full 30-minute show. So these episodes are about three minutes long. Each episode will give you a practical tool or technique that you can practice daily to help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, or go to YouTube and search for my name, James Miller Lifeology. Dr. David James is a master of transformation, compassionate healer, and compelling public speaker. He has a diverse background in law enforcement, religion and spirituality, psychology, and hypnotherapy. David has the ability to touch the hearts of everyone he encounters. His latest book, Discover Your Magnificent Mind, Finding Freedom, Prosperity, and Healing, was recently released by Balboa Press, a division of Hay House. Welcome to my show, Dr. James. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yes, I love your last name. So clearly you have a lot of wisdom to share with us today. (laughs) (laughs) Now, when I was reading your background, you've done so many amazing things. So you were in law enforcement and then you switched to psychology, to, uh, you know, to, to religion and spirituality and hypnotherapy. So how in the world did all that come about? Well, it was kind of a linear uh, progression as most of our lives are. One Uh of my teachers, uh, Franciscan priest named Richard Rohr said that God writes straight with crooked lines in our lives. And that really has been the case for me is that I grew up in a family of cops. And so from my earliest age, I wanted to do one of two things. I wanted to be either a police officer or a priest. And the reason the priest piece was because I had an aunt that was a nun and I went to parochial school. So my life was always on one of those kind of twin tracks of those two things. And well, so police, police work one out. I went into the Army as a military police officer and then came out and worked for Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department and then transferred to a smaller municipal police department in, in the L.A. area and did narcotics and patrol and crime scene investigation and then retired from there uh, as a sergeant. And I had commanded the first SWAT team that they had in the town. Oh, my goodness. Wow. From there, I then went to seminary, uh, to the Episcopal Seminary and to Roman Catholic Seminary and got my graduate degrees in theology and uh, was ordained a priest in the Episcopal Church. After seminary, I was uh, ordained as an Episcopal priest and served in congregations in California and then up in Olympia, Washington. Even during that time, people were coming to me for uh, counsel, advice, uh, trying to make sense of their lives, looking Mm -hmm. for direction on the spiritual journey. So I went back to school uh, while serving and 
got my doctorate in clinical psychology and uh, had kind of a parallel experience. Again, there's that twin track of sure. my life. First, it was law enforcement and priesthood, and then it was priesthood and, and therapy. And finally, in 2009, I left, uh, retired from the Episcopal priesthood altogether and uh, went back to school and did a, an internship, a fellowship in clinical hypnotherapy mm-hmm. because, of the, because of the incredible advances that, that the field of hypnotherapy has made and it just excited me. And so sure. I, I uh, went, transitioned into that. And, and now I have a practice in Beverly Hills, California, and am visibly about helping people make powerful and lasting change for their lives. That's amazing. What, what, a, what a wonderful, <laughs> it's almost like a movie, that your life there. So that's great. That's wonderful to have you on my show today. So let's switch over into and talk about your book, uh, So Discover Your Magnificent Mind, Finding Freedom, Prosperity, and Healing. How did this book even come about? There are a lot of people who um, cannot get to Beverly Hills to work with me, although I do a lot of work with Skype and Zoom and mm-hmm. various uh, media contexts and people that are just really interested. Uh, in in how to make change in their lives. And of course, the field is so diverse and vast. You know, you have people like Wayne Dyer, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, he's recently passed, but all of his work, and Deepak Chopra, and Greg Braden, and, and uh, Louise Hay, and Marianne Williamson, and people who have for years done us a great favor in all their teachings and all of their insights. So I decided to come at this with a particularly hypnotherapeutic angle mm-hmm. about understanding how the subconscious mind particularly works and how to tap that subconscious mind to make the kinds of changes that we desire. And so I basically took the work that I do every day mm-hmm. in the office in Beverly Hills or around the world on Skype and condensed it into a a little 120-page book so that people could have that experience. Oh, that's, that's absolutely wonderful. I'm glad they have that opportunity to read it. Tell some of my listeners who may not know much about hypnotherapy, why don't you give just a really condensed version or understanding of what that is? Hypnosis is a normal and natural state of consciousness that we are all in and out of mm-hmm. every day. People often say to me, I, 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 I just don't think I can be hypnotized. <laughs> uh, and I say, when you go to the movies, and you're sitting in the theater with your popcorn and your soda pop, and there's 200 people sitting around you, people you'll probably never see again. Within five minutes, when the movie starts, you are so immersed in the story. You're laughing, you're crying, you're aroused, you're terrified. Does that happen to you? They say, oh, yeah, all the time. I said, then in that moment, you're in hypnosis. Mm. Likewise, say that you're driving home from work, thinking about last night's movie, you pull into the driveway of your carport or your house or your driveway, and um, all of a sudden you realize that while you've been thinking about the movie, you haven't been paying attention to traffic, and so yet somehow you miraculously made it home. Again, you're in the hypnotic state, and your subconscious mind was doing the driving. So the fact that we are absorbed in an intense state of consciousness in either of these two circumstances indicates that we can be hypnotized. Hypnosis is a normal and natural state of deep attention combined with focused relaxation. You know, very often uh, in, in the hypnotherapy world, we have to overcome all the fun that's had on stage. <laughs> I know, exactly. You know, <laughs> so true. Uh, you know v- very often when people interview me, they, they ask questions like, can you make me quack like a duck? Yeah. And the answer is, well, of course, if you want to, but that's not the (laughs) point of what we do. In hypnotherapy, in clinical hypnotherapy, 
what we do is we access the subconscious mind to discover where the resistance is to the change that our clients wants to make. And then, if you would, disable that software. That's kind mm -hmm. of the metaphor I've been using nowadays. Disable the software and download new empowering beliefs and, and overcoming kind of the obstacles to that. And that's what brings the change in people's lives. Yes, and I think it's a really good distinction between pop culture and movies and what we, what we think we know about hypnotherapy versus the true reality is that we are always in some state of, of hypnosis, self-hypnosis uh, throughout our day. Yes. So with your book itself, you know, the, the synopsis, I mean, I, I actually want to read the, the hook or re in other words, what was um, the editorial um, review of it. It says you are living one of the most exciting times in human history. People have struggled for thousands of years to find happiness and fulfillment, but now it's clear that you can live the life you desire if you learn to use your mind correctly. Today, the realm of miracles and mystery being understood in a new way as a connection between mind, body, and spirit becomes clearer and more accessible to you. Your mind is not only a powerful ally in your quest for a better life, but is also your link to others and the divine through the energy web of all creation. By learning to apply the principles in these pages, you will have a greater access to your personal potential and story of success. In this easy-to-read and practical book, Dr. David James, an expert on personal transformation, introduces you to your magnificent mind and shows you how to harness its power to create a life filled with happiness, abundance, and well-being. I think that in itself, I mean, that... that I think that creates such excitement and engenders mm -hmm. so much desire to live that life that people think, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? But it sounds like this book gives you practical tools and easy to read, like you said, to be able to find that life that they've always wanted. Right. And there are, as you know, I used to be a college teacher as well. One of the things that you need is you need ways to practically access the material. So mm -hmm. in addition to the, the stuff that's there, the good stuff that I've written, there are exercises in the book that people can immediately participate with, experience, and understand how they can make change in their lives. That's great. Because I think sometimes if a book becomes, it's, you know, either it's, it's written in, in, a, in a scholastic way or academic type of way. In other words, it's written for, as a textbook. It's really hard to understand what the, what the um, author is trying to say to the layperson. So this is great that, that you have this book, book for them. Can you give us some of the, I don't know, some of the, the key points that are in this book? Yeah. First and foremost, I think the the, the, the big point is that uh, we have far more ability to access our subconscious mind and to make the kinds of powerful and lasting changes than we think we do. Mm -hmm. All too often, we think we need the guru or the teacher on the stage or the motivational speaker. And being one, I don't diminish the value of those folks. Yeah, of course. Everything has its time and place, of course. Yeah. But this is really accessible to everyone. And so, you know, in, in the book, we try to understand really the depth and scope of the magnificent mind. And like I said, I wrote this for the quote-unquote layperson. Mm -hmm. There is very little difference in the way that somebody's going to read this book and, and the way that you and I are talking right now. I mean, it's just a simply conversationally written book. Uh, we talk about the placebo effect and how the mind heals the body and, and the studies and case studies of people who using only the power of their mind are able to transform their body one example of that would be perhaps in my own practice i have a a, a client that who came to me with parkinson's disease mm -hmm. no i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry als mm -hmm. <laughs> separate but it's still sure. a debilitating disease 
Uh, she came in a wheelchair because she was depressed and she wanted help with depression. And hypnosis is really powerful working with both anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. And so I said to her, I said, you know, Mary, that's not her name, but I said, Mary, uh, I am honored to work with you. I said, but, you know, would you like to play a little bit and see if we could work with some of these symptoms? And so she came to me in a wheelchair. Three months later, she's now using a walker. Oh, wow. And our goal is next month that she'll be using a cane. She is reversing through the power of her mind these symptoms of ALS. That's amazing. And the chapter on the placebo gives example of example, starting in World War II, how they were using saline injections instead of morphine to do surgeries and how soldiers understood that they were receiving morphine and so therefore they experienced morphine. You know, just, yes. it's just the whole chapter on the power of the placebo shows the, the, the power of the mind. And the reason that I put that in the book very, very early on is because, you know, you can look at Steve Jobs or Bill Gates or uh, Brad Pitt, you know, and you can say, you know, these guys worked hard. They had breaks that I don't have. You know, I'm never going to get anywhere in life. And I don't know how to do that. But when you can see somebody change a debilitating disease right in front of you, or even in yourself, bringing relief to pains that you thought were never going to go away, bringing eyesight, acuity, uh, uh, more, more vital and active, then you begin to believe that miracles are really possible mm -hmm. in every area of your life. Yeah. And I wanted to, to maybe dispel some of this because I'm sure some of my listeners are like, well, I don't know, you know, but what I want to say is this, for example, in a very, very practical way, you know, some of my listeners who may have gotten into an argument with somebody and, you know, with the, they become very angry and very upset and then they stop and they think about it a little bit more. And then all of a sudden they change their mind. All of a sudden that anger that they experienced is gone. And it goes back to a very, very practical version of that is what you believe to be true is true. If you believe someone offended you, they offended you. If you believe that it doesn't matter anymore, you get over it. So that's a very, very practical way in the sense of how the mind, just simply what you believe to be true, what makes sense to you when you rep, when that resonates with you and you think about it more and more and more, that becomes your belief, that becomes your truth. So people who may not have seen these, these miracles about which you're speaking, it's, it's a very fundamental, very practical way of what I just said. And then yours takes it to a much more, much more um, expansive view that anybody can accomplish. Yes. And one of the taglines that are is at the bottom of my emails is a quote that I probably put on my business card the next time I have them made up is whatever your mind creates, it can recreate. Yes. Yes. And yeah, you know, and so, and quantum physics tells us this, that without the observer, there's nothing to be observed, you know? So, uh, we really do create our world. And so my work is helping people envision the possibility of a new world and then showing them how to get there. And this book offers a roadmap for that. You know, in our pre-call, or in other words, in the green room, <laughs> in the virtual green yeah. room, uh, you had mentioned that you had some great reviews from a teacher who said it was is incredibly powerful for him. Would you like to share that on, on air with us? Sure. I, um, when the book was published, I did like all authors do. I got as many copies out to families and friends and said, please spread the word. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have friends in Paris, France, and uh, they read the book and they're um, teenage daughter who is in university read the book and she loved it so much. She took it to her professor at the university. He read it. And remember, this is an English book and a French speaking university. He <laughs> read it. And, uh, it's now on the required reading list for next term that's, in this class. That's fantastic. That's wonderful. 
Yeah, because I so I think that really speaks to both the the acts the ability to access at the level of understandable language, mm-hmm. and and the the principles and the exercises and that that's making it uh, sell so well. That's that's wonderful. Can you give us maybe one strategy that my listeners can take away today? And so therefore, it kind of gives them the foundational piece for when they do buy the book, they'll be able to understand it and maybe have practiced it beforehand. Uh, yeah, let's um, imagine together because imagination is such an important piece of this work because yes. the subconscious the subconscious mind the language of the subconscious mind which is 93% of our mind power by the way the language of the subconscious mind is symbolic you and i are speaking through our conscious minds now with verbal discrete language mm-hmm. the subconscious mind's language is symbolic that's why we have dreams about pink flying poodles with peanut butter <laughs> and you know all those kinds of things because the subconscious mind speaks and in symbols. That's why music touches our heart so deeply, because mm-hmm. it's symbolic. That's why art touches our heart so deeply. So um, uh, I, we really work hard. I say to be a successful, and this is all an answer to your question. Sure. To, to, to be a successful candidate for hypnotherapy, you have to do three things. First of all, you have to be able to breathe. <laughs> and we've all been doing that all over. <laughs> we could do that. We got that one down. <laughs> yeah. uh, secondly, you have to be able to receive. Hypnosis is not about building and tearing down and grunting and making things happen. Hypnosis is about allowing change to happen, receiving hypnotic suggestion and allowing change to happen. And the third thing is you have to be able to the capacity for imagination. So let's imagine a difficult relationship that you're having in your life right now. It might be a parent, a child, a uh, partner, an employee, an employer. And imagine what it's going to be like to face this person the next time you see them. Well, in this moment, what's probably happening is if they are considered a difficult person, that you are dropping into a fight or flight mode to defend yourself, Mm -hmm. to prepare yourself for an encounter. When that happens, cortisol and adrenaline course through your body. And I talk about this in great depth in the book. And what happens is your, your focus narrows and you're unable to see anything but the problem in front of you. So now, if you would, for this moment, close your eyes. Inviting your listeners to close your eyes. Just begin to breathe in and out through your nose with me. And imagine that you're at your favorite spot in the whole world. It might be a beach. It might be the forest. It might be a Beverly Hills swimming pool. It might be a chapel. It might be your favorite place in the world. And just breathe in and out for a moment with me here. And allow that memory of that favorite place to come back to you. Odds are when you do, what will happen is you'll start to relax a little bit. And then call to mind this person that you are having a difficult moment with. And see them through the the eyes of this perfect place. Through the eyes of where you are right now. Through the eyes of relaxation. And ask your mind to give you a strategy for dealing with them in a way that's different. What will happen is that you'll discover that the person that is difficult might be terrified. They might be pushing Mm. deadlines. They might be feeling stressed themselves. And as you come from a much more relaxed place, a much more loving place, a much more holistic and centered place, you'll find strategies for dealing with this person in a way it's never had before. And you then notice it in your outer life. So one, two, three, four, five eyes open wide awake. Wow. 
And so with that, what it essentially does then is it really removes that fight or flight effect or that yes. feeling to give you the ability to potentially look at it in a different strategy or different way. Right. And you can actually, and the work we would do mm-hmm. is we would actually role play in the hypnotic state. We put you into trance and role play new responses oh, because okay. again, what, what we believe is what we create. Yes. And, and so, yeah, that's what we do. That's phenomenal. I'm sure many of my listeners are like, oh my gosh, I feel so relaxed now. A whole new perception mm-hmm. on how I'm going to deal with this individual. Now, one of the things that I always like to ask, you know, specifically, if, if, my, if my listeners want to actually work with you, is there a possibility for that as well? Yes. I'm, like I said, I'm in practice in, in Beverly Hills, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I also do a lot of work with Skype and Zoom, which are both, uh, you know, social media um, sure. platforms. I have clients in Dubai and London that I'm working with right now in San Francisco. Wonderful. So we can, we can work around the world. I do that all the time. I, I, I joke in my office, I'll go out to the front counter and I'll tell the folks, don't bother me. I'm going to Dubai for a couple hours. And, <laughs> that's funny. You know, and uh, I wish I could go. But yeah, anyway, exactly. Uh, yeah, you never know yeah, one day. Right. That's right. Okay, so that's one possibility, either in the office or um, – through a, a medium like Skype. Wonderful. Well, one of the radio stations that I'm on is actually in Long Beach. So the, the listeners in Long Beach, definitely check out his, um, his site and hopefully you'll be able to have a face-to-face with Dr. James. Now the book itself, where would they find, if they wanted to purchase this, where would they purchase it? The easiest way to get them today would be through Amazon or barnesandnoble.com or even the Balboa Press website. But Amazon and Balboa, I'm, I'm sorry, Amazon and Barnes and Noble are, are, are probably the, the quickest way to get them. And it's an interesting a- algorithm ish, issue. Mm-hmm. I type in the book title, Discover Your Magnificent Mind, and it comes up with every book, every book but mine. Anything that's got <laughs> to do with the mind with Amazon. <laughs> so you have to, and so please, 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 if you're going to buy this book, which I hope you're going to do, type in Discover Your Magnificent Mind. DR is in Dr. Dr. David James. And then it comes up. Gotcha. And I wonder and why that's interesting. That's, that's, well, what I'm going to do, so make it, maybe make it a little easier for these people, for, for my listeners, is I'm actually going to put Dr. James's uh, book on my site. So you can go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com. And in my storefront there, you'll see his book. Um, if you can't remember his name, just simply type in James because it's very similar mm-hmm. to mine. <laughs> and it'll, it'll, come up, it'll come up in the search part in my store. And it'll link you directly to the Amazon webpage there and you can purchase it off Amazon. Woo-hoo. Thank you. You're welcome. That's really odd that it does that. Well, so Dr. David James, it was fantastic having you on my show today. Thank you so much for your wisdom, for your expertise. I'm sure my listeners were inspired and are really excited about purchasing this book. I know it's really going to help them really find their center, help them overcome any of the adversity or struggles that they're dealing with today. It's my pleasure, and that's what I'm about, so I'm, I'm grateful that it helps. And now, if they want to find you specifically, where will they find your information online? My website is davidjameshypnosis.com, davidjameshypnosis.com. Or if you want to email me, you can just email me at davidjameshypnosis at gmail.com. David, all one word, davidjameshypnosis at gmail.com. And I check that three times a day, so I'll get right back to them. Wonderful. Well, thank you once again for being a guest on my show today. I really appreciate your time. Thanks for the, uh, the privilege. It was wonderful.
I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support and I'll talk to you soon.